Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're going to take a fresh look at money. It used to be the case that a nickel was a nickel was a nickel. It was made of nickel. It was worth five cents, and you could buy bubble gum or take a short bus ride with it. But today, we're taking a dive into the various new types of currency that are in existence or being proposed. These are new types of currencies, and they're all different. First of all, the biggest question underlying any currency is trust. Currency ceases to be effective as a means of exchange or even as a temporary store of value if the confidence isn't there. There's numerous checks and balances that governments have put in place to instill that confidence. We can debate whether that confidence is deserved in an inflationary environment. That might be a topic for another day. The types of money we're going to cover today are, number one, cash dollars, number two, money in a bank account, number three, money in a payment account like PayPal or Venmo. Next, we have money market funds held by a major bank. Then we have digital currency. We have cryptocurrency. We've got stable coins. And then we have programmable coins. These are all different. We're going to go through them one by one. If you're holding a $100 bill, you can go fill your gas tank with that $100 bill. We don't need to spend too much time on cash. Next, you have dollars in a bank account. They're not quite as good as cash in your hand. So the bank had to take some extra steps to convince you that they're safe. That's why each bank account is deposited and insured with FDIC. Dollars with a company like PayPal are similar to dollars in the bank, except they're not deposited and insured. If PayPal goes bust, well, your money is gone. Funds with PayPal and Venmo or any other payment processor are for convenience of transactions. You can email funds to anyone anywhere in the world, as long as they have an email address and a PayPal account even when the banking systems are not integrated. PayPal blurs the lines between payment methods and avoids paying credit card fees for some transaction types. It's another private, unregulated means of exchange. Money market funds held with a major bank are similar to a bank account, except the funds are not deposit insured. They're fairly well trusted, but not as trusted as a deposit insured bank account. And they're certainly not as trusted as hard cash. The past decade has seen a huge surge in a new class of currency called cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is based on blockchain technology and it uses a concept called hashcash to replace the transaction cost associated with an electronic transaction. Instead of paying a transaction fee, like you might pay, say, at an ATM machine, or you might pay to Visa or MasterCard, cryptocurrency allows to pay for your transaction by doing extra work. If you're willing to do some computation work for free, then you get some credit for doing that work in the form of a fraction of a coin. You do enough of that work for free and you eventually get an entire Bitcoin or an Ethereum coin or whatever cryptocurrency you're supporting. The art isn't spending less money on electricity than you get back in cryptocurrency. This is the so-called cryptocurrency mining. For some, cryptocurrency is a financial asset that can rise and fall in value and is being treated more like an asset than it is as a means of exchange. Now, digital currency, although it sounds similar to cryptocurrency, is not the same. It's more like cash, except it's issued and administered by the central bank. A database could be centralized and administered by the central bank, or it could be a distributed database using blockchain technology. Either way, the ownership of the data would be with the government and the central bank. The Chinese government has already implemented a digital currency and has outlawed other cryptocurrencies that are not controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. Stablecoin is yet another form of cryptocurrency, except that it is pegged to a specific reference. For example, the US dollar. There's two types of stablecoins. 
There are algorithmic coins where another asset is brought in and out of the deposit account to ensure a balance between deposits and withdrawals. Then there are coins that are backed by actual dollars in a deposit account. The problem with these coins is trust. We've already seen the failure of two of these stable coins in the past month. Will these coins eventually become regulated? What will the regulations be? Will the governments require them to be deposit insured? Will the Federal Trade Commission require them to be backed by a bank that is FDIC insured? Or will they be treated more like an unsecured account, like a money market fund or even something like PayPal? The purpose of stable coins is that they become an effective store of value, at least in the short term, similar to cash, whereas cryptocurrency is far too volatile. And then we have the final category. These are programmable coins. These have algorithmic capability built into the coin. Imagine if you owned a programmable coin where you could initiate payment or transaction within the coin itself when certain conditions are met. These coins have the potential to revolutionize the way payments are made by embedding financial decisions into the money itself. For example, imagine you had a coin that represented your savings account for your monthly mortgage payment. You could guarantee that every month on the due date, you'd make the required payment. If there weren't sufficient funds in the programmable coin, you could have an automated transfer from another account to cover the shortfall. You would be sure of never having a late payment again. So as you can see, the landscape is becoming incredibly complex. There's many different types of financial instruments with differing levels of trust and confidence. The terms sometimes sound similar, and it's easy to confuse them. One thing is clear, governments the world over are struggling to keep up with the innovations. And just because Bitcoin has fallen in value and Ethereum have fallen in value, don't ignore the landscape of innovation and financial transactions. In the meantime, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.